Welcome to Styling Social, the podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blakeney, and I am an influencer coach for new upcoming influencers who want to grow their social media, maximize their income, and stop hustling. I am so excited to share today's episode with you, so let's dive straight in. Hello everyone and welcome to the first official episode of the Styling Social podcast. I honestly, I am smiling from ear to ear every single time I even just say the phrase Styling Social podcast. It gives me goosebumps because I just think it's so crazy that we are finally at the point where we're starting a podcast. This is something that I've wanted to do right from the very beginning when I founded Styling Social, but my diary has never really allowed me the time to create one. And now that my diary does allow me the time, here we I'm going full steam ahead and at this first episode today we're going to be starting right from the very beginning so we're going to be resetting to zero and we're going to be talking about those foundation layers that you need to have in place in order to set yourself up for success as an influencer. Now this episode in particular we're going to be focusing on that million dollar question which is to niche or not to niche. Now you guys know at Styling Social we're all about breaking things down and making it simple for you guys. So in simple terms what exactly is a niche? niche because I know the word niche is thrown around all the time and as a new influencer it can be super overwhelming when you start hearing all of these new words and these new phrases. So in simple terms, a niche is a topic, right? This could be fashion, it could be fitness, it could be home interior, it could be mental health. A niche is just essentially a topic that your Instagram, your personal brand is going to focus on. Now, if you're listening to this episode today, I'm going to guess that you've heard mixed opinions when it comes to choosing a niche or not having a niche. So inside this episode, we're really going to weigh up the pros and cons of either having a niche or not having a niche. Now, first of all, there's a huge common misconception that if you niche down, you're going to see slower growth and you're actually going to start repelling people from your Instagram. Now, this is completely false and it's actually the complete opposite because say for example if you don't have a niche right now that means you're trying to talk to everyone there's no specific person that you're trying to talk to and when you try and talk to everyone you're talking to no one and this is of course going to lead to a decrease in engagement So just as an example, let's say on a Monday you upload a fashion Instagram reel and this reel is showcasing a ton of different outfits that you can wear when the shops are open again and lockdown is lifted. And then it comes to Thursday and you start showing your fitness routine. And then Friday comes and you start sharing how to DIY um, something for your home. Right, so you've now covered three different niches in the space of just a couple of days. This is gonna be very overwhelming for your audience. And this is when you're gonna notice a decrease in engagement. Because let's say for example, I followed you on the Monday because I loved your fashion reel and I loved seeing all of the outfits that you created and it gave me a lot of inspiration. But then it came to the end of the week and you started posting about DIY. Now I have no interest in DIY just for this example. So let's say I have no interest in DIY and I followed you purely for the fashion content. That is going to result in me not liking your content, not commenting and not engaging because I don't have an interest. And I could also go that extra mile of actually unfollowing you. So if you're someone that really notices the up and downs when it comes to people following you, then unfollowing you. Of course, it's normal to have that follower number fluctuate. But if you're noticing a massive decrease in unfollowers, it could be because you don't have a clear defined niche and you really are trying to talk to everyone and you're trying to cover a little bit of everything. 
So this is one of the main reasons as to why it's so important to really niche down. And this is really one of the major cons of not having a niche because you really are trying to talk to everyone. And when you do this, you quite literally talk to no one, right? It's like posting content and just hoping for the best, right? There's no real strategy in place. Now, with this being said, it doesn't mean that if you have a niche, you can only post niche related content, right? This is completely false again, because if you're a personal brand, right, as an influencer, you your brand is yourself. So you can, of course, post other topics that are outside of your niche, but there's a time and a place to post this style of content. And you also need to think about where you currently are in your influence journey and how well your current audience already know you. So just as an example, you might be a fashion content creator and primarily that's the type of content that you're going to post in your feed. But on your Instagram stories every now and then you might show, you know, what you're having for lunch that day because people might genuinely be interested. And that's the beauty of building a personal brand is that people are following you for you, but it does take a while for you to get to that point. So let's say you're someone brand new, you've got zero followers and you're just starting out on Instagram. That's when it's most important to really have a niche and that's how you're gonna start to build up the, that momentum of followers. So when you're just starting out, it's most important and still in those early stages of your journey, you wanna be really careful careful and cautious of the content that you're posting on your feed opposed to the content that you're posting on your stories and just ensure that you really have that balance a great percentage if you guys just wanted a rough estimate you want to focus on 80% niche content starting out and then 20% personal lifestyle content so that can be your personal brand content where your audience are able to get to know you more on a deeper level because even on myself on my personal brand page if you guys want to follow me it's just at ellie.blakeney but I'm always sharing what I'm getting up to in the day I share behind the scenes of the business you know I share days out with my boyfriend Sonny but on top of all of that, I am sharing niche related content. I am sharing the influencer tips. So it's really important to get that balance. Obviously, I've grown my personal brand now to a point where I have really close relationships with my audience. So I am allowed to almost change those percentages and I might share 60% um, niche related content, 40% personal brand content. So as you grow, that percentage will almost change as you do. Now, obviously, we just briefly touched on the fact that by not having a niche, you're speaking to everyone rather than speaking to one specific person. So obviously the first pro of having a niche is that you're gonna be able to speak to this one specific person. And this one specific type of person is known as your ideal follower. So just to break another term down for you guys in simple terms, your ideal follower is that ideal person that you're creating content for that you would love to follow you. So for example, if you're a fashion content creator focusing on sustainable fashion, your ideal follower is of course going to be someone that is interested in sustainable fashion so once you really niche down and you start talking to your ideal follower this is when the magic happens right this is when you have the increase in follows the increase in engagement because it's now that you are speaking directly to one person and your audience is made up of all of those types of people right your audience is full of ideal followers rather than people that are interested in multiple different niches because you've attracted the through your different types of content right so if you start picking a niche from the very beginning let's say it's day one you've chosen a niche 
you're going to find Instagram so much easier. Now, if you're already halfway through building your personal brand, don't panic. You can definitely choose a niche from this point on. And, you know, you guys don't be worried and be scared about changing your niche as well as you grow as a person. Because my personal page started out, I was a fashion influencer. And I actually still use that same page now to document the behind the scenes of my business. And I just kind of use it as a personal brand. But, you know, that page specifically used to be about fashion and now it's more business and influencer tip related. So you can definitely change your niche as you go along as well. Don't worry if you've already started and you don't really have a clear niche, just make that promise to yourself that from today onwards, you're going to have a clear niche. You're going to identify who your ideal follower is and you're going to create content for that person specifically. Now, if you are listening to this and you're struggling to identify a profitable niche and really define who that ideal follower is, then I would highly recommend you guys check out our course, Influencer Unlocked. We really cover everything from start to finish when it comes to growing a sustainable brand on Instagram. And we have dedicated training videos on finding your niche and finding your ideal follower. But I wanted to now touch on another pro of having a niche. And this is the fact that content creation becomes so much easier. You're really going to be able to start batching a ton of content in just a couple of hours. So something we do at Styling Social is we will have one dedicated day and that will allow us to batch all of our content for an entire month. So imagine that feeling, right? You have one day in your calendar and you batch all of your content, you're sorted for the entire month, right? That is an amazing feeling. Honestly, after we have a day of batch creation, I just feel on top of the world. And I actually shared this exact batching content calendar strategy also inside Influencer Unlocked. So if you wanna get your hands on that course, there really is so much inside that can teach you and help you create that sustainable success on Instagram. So not only does content creation become easier, but you're also going to find that landing brand deals easier. Now, let me just explain how exactly this works. So when I say it's easier to land brand deals when you have a clear defined niche, here's exactly what I mean. I mean that you're going to get an increased response rate and you're going to have more success when it comes to negotiating with brands and also pitching out to brands. Now, this is because you're speaking directly to one target market. So just as we mentioned before, that ideal follower, you are now speaking to that one specific type of person. And this specific type of person could be the exact target market that a brand is trying to reach. So let's, let me just give you guys an example to break it down and make it even clearer for you. Let's say I am a sustainable fashion brand. We're definitely going on that theme in today's episode, sustainable fashion. But let's just say, for example, right, I'm a sustainable fashion brand and I've got influencer A who has reached out to us and, you know, their content is covering a little bit of everything. They're covering fitness, they're covering home decor, they're covering mental health and a little bit of fashion here and there. Right. So that's influencer A. We've then got influencer B on the other hand and influencer B, her content specifically focuses on sustainable fashion. We can go onto her page and we can see all of the content on her feed directly is focused on sustainability. Which influencer are we going to go with, right? Influencer A, who's covering a little bit of everything or influencer B, who specifically is focusing on sustainable fashion. It's a no brainer, right? We're obviously going to be going with influencer B. So that's how you're going to really be able to land and have more success when it comes to brand deals. But not only this, going back to the point of a target market, let's say, for example, 
the sustainable fashion brand you know they're obviously wanting someone that focuses on sustainable fashion also but it's likely that your demographics match their target market as well so let's say for example I'm a brand and I want to reach females based in London aged 18 to 24 that are interested in sustainable fashion right that's a really niche down ideal follower and if your demographics match that as well you're going to have even more success when it comes to landing those paid brand collaborations And not only this, guys, it's also going to help you be able to turn that brand collaboration into a long term partnership so that you're working with this brand, you know, over a long period of time, whether that be six months, whether that be over a year. But the great thing with long term partnerships is that you can guarantee income for that period of time. So let's say, for example, you did get a long term partnership with a brand and within the contract, it states that they're going to work with you over six months and you're going to have a paid collaboration every month. That means for you, you can guarantee income for the next six months. And how amazing is that? And also how sustainable is that, right? Because being an influencer, you can't just rely on the one-off Instagram posts or the one-off collaborations. It's really important that you are building strong relationships with brands, especially if you're someone that wants to do this as a full-time job. It's really important that you look at other multiples, um, having other multiple streams of income as well. So how else can you monetize your personal brand as an influencer? That could be through affiliate marketing. It could be through digital products, etc. If you guys would like an episode on monetizing your influence, do just let me know. Maybe drop me a DM on Instagram because I can definitely create that for you guys. So overall, would we recommend at Styling Social you choosing a niche? Guys, I wish I could add a little drum roll to make it super dramatic for you guys. But overall, yes, at Signing Social, we truly believe and we truly recommend that you should pick a niche as an influencer, especially when you're a new influencer and you're just starting out. This is how you're going to see the most success and this is how you're going to see the most growth. Now, this isn't to say that you're stuck in that box and you can't share other interests and other passions that you have. But just remember, as we mentioned inside this episode, there is a time and a place. Now, if you're so Someone who could truly benefit from expert advice when it comes to finding your niche and identifying who your ideal follower is, definitely go and enroll on Influencer Unlocked. I will leave a direct link inside the show notes so you don't need to go searching. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you have enjoyed listening, be sure to let us know by leaving a five-star review on iTunes or sharing and tagging us on your Instagram stories at Styling Social. Keep on killing it.